financial market update for February 28th, 2019. Today is significant because it is the end of the month. And so by when the month ends today, the um, the market's monthly progress will be put in the books. Statements will be tallied up and sent out to clients. So today is significant in that it is the end of month and the next trading day Friday is also important because you have to look at the opening prices and where are we going to go to from there uh, from a technical point and from a um, funda uh, fundamental point. So we have at the end of the week, we are once again, we haven't we are basically flat to down. We reached the high. The Dow Jones is trading at twenty five nine. Two, three, as of this moment, down 61 points. The S&P is trading at 2,786, uh, down 5.58 points. And NASDAQ is down uh, 13 points. Uh, Percentage-wise, it's approximately a quarter percent on each of the um, indexes. And we, uh, as we go on over, is that on Monday, the, uh, the Dow traded at the highest at 2,800. And from there, we have been trending down. So we are technically down not only for today, but for the week. So as we look over to when we first started this podcast, uh, we are in a currently a slight downtrend. And why is that? The deal that the, the uh, China trade deal still has not been consummated. As a matter of fact, both parties walked away yesterday. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's in North Vietnam. North, uh, I was in Vietnam, uh, <laughs> North Korea. But the deal has still has not yet been consummated in China either. So um, you have this overhanging of uncertainty. Uncertainty brings don't know what to spend money on. It's easy to have. It's better to have a negative economic policy and the CEOs prepare for that so they know what to spend, how to spend, or how to save versus having a uncertainty policy where they don't know where to spend or they don't know where to save. What I mean by uncertainty is, are we still going to have the tariffs that were put in place? Are tariffs going to be increased? Are tariffs going to be decreased? Is China going to extend its tariffs? Is China going to restrict sales uh, in, in this country? as a um, retaliation for the trade war. So all of these uncertainty, what it brings is, it brings less capital expenditures, meaning if a company wants to expand and they may want to expand their factory or expand their workforce, but they really can't because they don't know how the economic policy is going to affect their ability to either increase their sales or increase their customer service. So without a trade deal, you're going to have, I believe, a cap in the market. And China, China's market, the Hang Sai, is up 17% this year. So they no longer have the pressure of their market in a spiraling downfall to strike a deal with the United States. So what they're doing as of right now is they're slow walking this deal. They haven't consummated it. And they're reaping the benefits of a strong stock market. M meanwhile, here in the States, our president is taking uh, hits um, economically, and that's affecting his approval rating. And so basically China is saying, you started this trade war. We are we're just going to slow walk it through. We can maybe wait out your clock until until there's another president there. And as we all know, another president more than likely isn't going to try to force 
the trade restrictions as our current administration is doing. So we are in a holding, holding to down pattern right now. The European markets is battling recession. So they are, uh, they were slightly up, but not a lot, but they are still in the downtrend. Uh, the DAX is trading at on the 11,500 range. The FTSE, which is which is uh, England, is on the 7,000 range, and the and and France is in the 5,000 range. But they they really didn't move uh, that much. The Asian markets last night was also a little down. So basically, we're flat. Whenever whenever a market is trading within the one percent, either up or down, or within the half a percentage up or down. That's pretty much flat. Oil is staying steady at $57, and we have our commodities. Uh, gold is at is still on the 1300 level, and copper. We didn't talk about copper a lot, but copper is at 2.9, which is historically about where that is. Copper used to be a greater commodity to follow for industry, but as industry is changing, it has become less less so. And our bonds are slightly higher, meaning that our, our interest rates are slightly higher. Uh, our 10-year was trading at 2.65, and now it's at 2.7. And um, let's go into other details of the market. So how is the VIX doing? We haven't talked about the VIX in a while. So let's go, and then we're also going to go to my basket of stocks to see how they are doing uh, in today's market. So, the VIX. The VIX, you might ask, what is the VIX again? The VIX is a indicator of fear in the market. What the VIX measures is how many accounts or how many investment accounts are buying options to hedge their accounts or hedge their accounts. So when the VIX begins to spike, that means it's following a lot of people that are buying options to hedge their accounts and thereby um, it's a measure of fear because it's basically counting everyone that is in buying an insurance policy on their account is a crude way of saying it. So the VIX is trading at 1475. The historical level for the VIX is about $18. Uh, when it's below 18 it's pretty much a buy environment. Um, recently, the VIX went as low as $13, so it's slightly uh, uptrend. But the VIX can explode. In one day, it can go from 14 to 19 to 20 quick if there's a huge uh, downswing in the market. So, But the VIX is up just basically... Um, a half a percent today, which isn't anything for them. The VIX can move 10% easily. And when the VIX is over 20 to 25, that's pretty much an ininvestable market because there's so much fear that whenever you buy, you're going to lose value right away. So our stocks that we're watching, um, that, we're, that we've gone over is the most one of the most important stocks to me is Apple. Apple is trading at 174. App, the lowest Apple went was 150, and it is holding steady. Uh, Amazon, which is to me a incredible 
um, stock that touches all of the economy. Amazon is still underperforming the market. It's trading at uh, 16.42. Is it recently recently went as high as 2,000, right near there, but it lost the, in the in the downtrend in December. It went all the way down to 1,300 or so. It's rebounded maybe 15% and and it's been holding on the 1,600 level. And Boeing, my gosh, Boeing is just exploding more and more and more. Um, I have some small positions in Boeing. I wish I wish that that one kind of got away from me. I wish I had put more accounts in Boeing. To be honest with you, it's trading at 440. Once again, Boeing went down to 285 a month and a half ago. Today, it's trading at 440. It is a monster, monster blue chip stock. And whenever the downtrend comes, and whenever the stock gets hit, you better believe that Boeing is first on my list. Uh, Bank of America is still at 29.32. Um, it's basically been on that level for the past, <laughs> I don't know, 12 months. Um, Caterpillar is trading at 137. Caterpillar had a breakout recently. For years, it was trading on the $80 level, 85. Then it broke out to the 120, 130. Um, another economic indicator to me is CSX, which is one of my favorite railroad stocks. CSX was trading at $72 uh, for a long time. was trading at $50 and it had a nice breakout. Uh, FedEx is still in the downtrend at $180. Google is, hasn't moved basically in another six months. It's still out on the $1,100 level. H HCA Holdings is a nice stock to buy because it's the basket of hospitals that is um, quality hospitals across America. Um, that's my one of my healthcare when, when I want exposure to healthcare. That's one of my go tos. So H HCA is holding is holding trading at one thirty nine, which is a breakout from the ninety recently. Home Depot just reported there at one eighty four. They're in a holding pattern. It's been on that level for a while. Um, Intel Intel has been been everybody's stock for a long time. Is that fifty two? Is it's been really lagging the market. Whereas you had NVIDIA that went from $60 all the way up to 270 recently, but back down to 150 Whereas Intel has been trading at between 25 and 50 since uh, eight years now. So it really hasn't moved a lot. They do pay a dividend. It's a steady stock, not a growth stock. One of my favorite stocks is ISRG. ISRG is the sign for Intuitive Surgical Company. They make robotic arms for surgery. And they have a exclusive contract with all the hospitals to do the maintenance and repair of them. I love ISRG. It's one of my top five holdings. And ISRG is trading at 550. It most recently went down a downtrend from uh, from 490. But uh, this time last year, or within the past few years, it was it's, it's almost doubled in value. Um, almost probably about 80 percent growth in that stock so i like it a lot primarily because of the uh the contracts that they have so nvidia once again is at 154 it's a good stock to look at microsoft is at 112. microsoft is interesting because this it did not go down when the rest of the market went down a whole lot it went down to maybe 104 whereas um other stocks if if, if it had went down like other stocks would have been down to the maybe 80 dollar level but it didn't go down that low 
Visa is one of my winners too. I love Visa. It's trading at 148. It was just trading at 100, uh, at 100 within the past uh, 16 months. And XLF, which is my ETF for the uh, heavier banks like Bank of America, JP Morgan, and so forth, that's trading at $26. So basically, the market is flat. My primary stocks are flat. We're flat. And I know that. I know that people in, in investing always want things to move, but it just doesn't happen that way. Sometimes you just have sometimes you just have to wait on your position and wait for the market to make a decision. If it's the end of the month, you're not going to have a lot of movement because people want to hold their gains. They don't want to um, they want to hold what they've done so that when those statements go out, they can um, have have happy customers. So tomorrow you will probably have greater movement than you've had the past couple of days. The past couple of days has been, it seems I get the impression that Monday was the high point. They basically said, I'm gonna lock in my gains, sell it, and I'm not going to do too much after that until March starts. And but the thing about March is, March is the third month of the quarter. So you're gonna have huge movement in March versus if it's positive or negative because you're gonna have repositioning uh, for next quarter because you have those quarter you, you have monthly statements that go out and you have quarterly statements that go out so tomorrow so today is the last day tomorrow should be huge we're going to look at the opening prices and that's going to also matter for the technical for the technicals what is technicals you say every time the market moves it's charted and those the, the price action determines the shape of that particular candle for that time period and that's very important because a lot of um, a lot of programs electronic programs trade off of pre-programmed information that comes from technicals so if we if for instance tomorrow morning if we if we start out really really low like we think the futures are low and opening prices are say down one one and a half percent maybe 150 points on the Dow 200 on the Dow something like that and by the end of the day we're flat or positive then that candle that is beginning to form is a positive and bullish picture because it's it creates the prices were down and money came into the market so if if money leaves the market initially but comes in later in the day that is a bullish sign for the for tomorrow and the day after but if tomorrow the market is higher and then by the end of the day we're flat or down that is a bearish sign because it says that money left the market and because it's the beginning of the month then that 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 that's just a trend for the month of march and that is highly important so tomorrow is a really important day and i look forward to talking about tomorrow to see where we are so if you listen to this podcast every day you will learn about stocks you will learn how to follow the market and you will learn how to adjust your your own investments and adjust your portfolio your portfolio accordingly john funderberg thank you very much have a great day and i will talk to you tomorrow